This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusica.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report podcast. And tonight, we have a real special guest in the building. We're talking about the notorious sound from Tampa, Florida. We're talking about Courtesy from Poison Dart in the building today. What's going on, Big Boss? Bless up, bless up, bless up. Bless up, Two Line Music Hut. Can you hear me good? Yes, man. Loud and clear. Right here, right here. You know right. I mean? Everything is good. Everything's good, you know. Quarantine, yeah. so we're yeah. in the house. Wow, this is it's like before we'd probably do this live and in the studio and stuff, but right now, this is the way how we have to do it over Zoom and Skype and stuff. Like. But yeah, so at the end of the day, the show must go on. Show must go on, <laughs> yeah, man. Definitely, you see right here what I really want to go through. I want to go through your journey as Kirkusy and the journey of Poisoner. I'm pretty sure there was a Kirkusy and then Poisoner came into the picture after the fact, right? Yes. All yes. right. So let's go from the beginning. How did you even get into music in the first place? Wow. Get mm -hmm. into music in the first place. Yeah. My father. Okay. Um, yeah, my father was a sound man in Jamaica. Okay. You know, before, I was, before I was born, but you know that was the influence. Yeah. And um, we migrated to Fort Lauderdale. Let me mm -hmm. just speed it up a little bit. You know, Fort Lauderdale going to middle school. Mm -hmm. And... um middle school to high school mm -hmm. but in middle school you know you start you know building speaker boxes and using your father tool for building speaker box and you know, put it back in the tool pan and yeah. get beaten feet and <laughs> 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 yeah know. so that, that's middle school then went to dillard high school and yeah you know back then we had a song called phonics that was the dillard high school champion song local phonics. song Phonics International. Okay. Uh, a lot of people in Florida, Miami, worldwide, when they yeah. see this, they'll, they'll, they'll remember Phonics. We used to keep all the skip days all in right. the park. I, <laughs> so, and, what, and about what year are we talking about here? We're talking about, oh, 85, 86. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Got um, you. So that's where it started. You know, saving the money, buying the records from Rainbow Record in Fort yeah. Lauderdale and... Mm -hmm. That's where it started. You know what I mean, that's where that's where that's basically where I got my foot in. Um, okay. From there, playing parties here and there with some of the local big songs like Ruler Two and Fire Two and Sequence. Okay. All those legendary songs from Fort Lauderdale. And um, one day I got a call from a guy um, called Jimmy. Yeah. Some of a song named Super G. Super G. Okay. And I'm uh, looking for a selector. And, uh, engineer and wasn't 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 the greatest engineer at the time but mm -hmm. the person that built the song was the legendary mark dragon uh i don't know if you've heard that name before but of i can tell city so mark dragon is who built that sound okay super g and also built super g's brother sound back in jamaica called masterpiece so it's like a brother yeah, yeah two sounds brother brother okay so i came around the sound and Started working out with Super G. Mm -hmm. And um, what year was this year? Oh, Lord. Um, I have to say probably around 87, if I was to guess. 87, okay. And this yeah, is still Super in G's. Fort Lauderdale? Still in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Yeah, maybe 87, 88, somewhere around here. Um, Super G and Inner City used to play a lot. You know? It's got drag on this part of... You know, the family, so yeah, we used to play a lot. And um, 
speeding up again. I'm gonna speed up a little bit. Okay. Mat Mataran, mm -hmm. you know, came in the picture on yeah. Inner City. Yeah. As Inner City Raider and Selector. So that's how when I first met Tony Mataran for the first time. I would start playing up super G at inner city used to play up and down Florida for a lot of deal up and down everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we used to play like every weekend. Yeah. And um got to a point where someone booked us for dance in Tampa. Never heard of Tampa. Yeah. Never been to Tampa. <laughs> All I know it was that way. <laughs> <laughs> so we packed the sound and the whole family. Cause when Super G rolling, I roll with wife and kids and dog and puppy you know, and everybody pack up everybody pack up going to tampa mm -hmm. um did dances in tampa and enjoy tampa like tampa and we kept going to tampa a lot yeah um for a lot of legendary dances till something happened where mataran and inner city um went your separate ways i'm gonna put it like that in and this happened in Florida. In Florida. Okay. Yeah, so Mataran ended up on Super G. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's Kirk C. Yeah. And Mataran. Yeah. And the same red man, legendary red man wow. playing Super G sound. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have a house or a foot in Tampa, so we used to just come here often. Yeah. You know, and we play with um, everybody, the Stone Loves, the, everybody, the Bodyguards. Okay. The local Tampa Sounds. And um, like I said, there was a dance. That, well, I think we played with Stone Love. Mm -hmm. And we out jug of Stone Love, mm -hmm. the Mataran. And um, the promoter said they want us about the next week. Okay. And we got booked. And we came out the next week. It's ironic, you know, I, I told people this story a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. You have to give Maturan his respect. What happened is when Maturan finished that dance that night with me on Stone Love, a lot of the elders, I'm going to call them the elders in Tampa, yeah. the big people, and where, you know, where we go around the thing, we control the venue and control the dates in Tampa. Mm -hmm. And start cuss Maturan to the owner of, of Super G. Say, yo, the boy chat too much. You know, I'm the music player. Okay. You might talk about music on a yell and boat, right? And meantime, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> my this matter on wicked. And um, you know, the owner defend him and say, Listen, that's the new style, that's a new thing that's coming in. And I said, No, man, the boy, no good. Yeah. And because I told him, Yo, this is that's it, yeah, that's what's going on in Jamaica right now, that's where it's going, that's where it's heading to. Mm -hmm. And um, fast forward, look where it is now. I'm saying, crazy, I, crazy. I'm saying, Matron is the one I'm going to give him his respect that bring that new talking to Tampa. Okay. Tampa people, Tampa people didn't want to hear that in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. But you know, him set the chain and every selector, including myself and many others, you know, follow. Mm -hmm. I was say Rory, Mataran, yeah. everybody yeah. follow. You understand? You definitely yeah. get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're um we're on Super G Sound. We're doing yeah. good. We're in Tampa now and. Everything doing good and till Matron went his separate ways from Super G. Okay. And went up not and joined a sound in Poughkeepsie. I forgot the name of the sound. Mm -hmm. And so he, was, had, he went on another before he got to Addies, it was a, another sound before Addies. Oh yes, he was in another sound uh, in, um, in Poughkeepsie. Okay. But um even before I sped up, before I got to Tampa, I I, I, I want to say this part. When I was in Fort Lauderdale, 
Yeah. I was one of the top, I considered, and the people, the people considered me one of the top three yeah. selectors at the time. It was me, mm-hmm. Waggity, yes. Mixed Master Steve. Yes, yes, yes. But the thing with me, you know, I didn't have the vocative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Waggity had, um, I don't want to say the wrong name. I'm not sure if it was um, one of the Raider Disc Jockeys. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was Jamusa. Mm-hmm. One Raider Disc Jockey was back in Waggity. Mm-hmm. One Raider Disc Jockey was back in Mixed Master Steve. And, you know, so you're, Mixed left, Ma- you're left out in the middle. Right, I'm left in the middle. I'm backed by nobody. <laughs> so if you notice all the big dances was Mixed Master Steve, Waggity, and here's 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 a talented young man, Kirkusy. Yeah. Just you know, get these dances here and there. And the place was crowded and saturated. And I wasn't getting, you know, the, the respect that I think that I deserve. So when Tampa mm-hmm. came about now, yeah, I said, you know what? Let me just try something new. Mm-hmm. And this now is about probably oh, probably 1991. 91 time. And what was the scene like in Tampa when you actually got there? Tampa, we had um one venue. It's called Labor Temple. That's our Biltmore Ballroom. I hear that's you where, about it. Yes, that's where every dance is kept. Yeah. Um, nobody shows up to this venue until yeah. every other club is done. <laughs> <laughs> so 3 a.m., 2.30, the yeah. first the first patron walking in. Mm-hmm. And um, that's Labor Temple. And mm-hmm. that's where I used to play all the dances. So that was that was Labor Temple was a scene. They had little small clubs around, you know, Big Man Bar, Fifth yeah. Street, um, Caribbean Jasmine, mm-hmm. uh, Uptown. But when them when them club closed, yeah, everybody come to Labor Temple. Got you. So Labor Temple was a spot. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one record store here called Tropics, and um, that's when I got my idea. Okay, I, I said, um, Tampa. Yeah. Well, it has one record shop, but every time I go there to get a record, mm-hmm. they don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is back in the days. Yeah. When you look for a record and you hear this record and you want it, you go yeah. to the record store, they don't have it. You hear the CD, this cassette, yeah. they don't have it. So I say, you know what? I'm going to open a record shop. So I went to Super G. I said, oh, let's open a little record shop in Tampa. Because yeah. VP Records, um, not New York, but VP Records, Miami, yeah. located in Miami. Mm-hmm. So we know the music was there. Mm-hmm. So got you, got you. Right. So we got a little place in the flea market, mm-hmm. and we fly a little small record shop. Mm-hmm. And um, at this time, <laughs> mm-hmm. I basically left Fort Lauderdale to basically sleep in this record shop. Yeah. Because there's no apartment, there's no house. We just try to see what's going on in Tampa. Okay. So I used to run the record shop, mm-hmm. sleep in the back of the record shop, mm-hmm. wake up the next morning. Run the record shop, and um, yeah. you know the local selectors. You know, I have, I have a big up the, the foundation. There's a selector in Tampa named Chinaman. Okay, we call we call him the Godfather. He's still around playing music. Yeah, and and his 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 sidekick um, Tulips. Yes. Um, they they were my they were they were my first customers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Start buying start buying records and start buying records and start spreading the word that you know there's a record store here that actually. Have records every yeah. week, <laughs> yeah, and that's where it starts. And okay, and you were still on Super G at this time here when you had opened the still on Super G, it was called Super G Records. Got you, got you. Okay, so this is 91 92 time. You open right. up and you're gone. So, okay, so then how long did you actually have that record store before you actually got to Poison Art? 
still have a ways to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, um, so the record store probably was open. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm probably probably a year. Okay. Wait, I'm skipping something. So yeah. one day I'm at the record store and I got a phone call. Yeah. This, this young man on the phone. Hey, do you have this record? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. Do you have so-and-so? Yes. Do you have this record? I'm like, yes. Um, I said, who is this? Yeah. He said, um, my name is Eric. Yeah. Um, but they call me Red Man. Yeah. Um, I work at this record, this record store on the street called Tropics. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you the guys that never have any. <laughs> so um, I said, yeah, we have it. So he came down there, and that's where I met Red Man in that shop buying records. Yeah. And he used to work at another record store. Yeah. So that's where I met Red Man for the first time. And um, okay. we became friends. So eventually, Super G kind of lost interest in his record store. Okay. I don't plan on going back to Fort Lauderdale because there's nothing down there. Yeah. Wagon T, Mixmaster, that's their scene. They there's, Rain, there's Rainbow Records where I used to buy records. There's Jam Hill Records. There's a million record stores in Fort Lauderdale. So mm -hmm. I don't need to go back down there. So I said, Kirk, you need to make life in Tampa. This is, you need to make life here. Yeah. So um, I started, Super G closed on his record store. So I started hunting for a record store. Yeah. Uh, a, a building, I should say. Okay. And um, I found a small building. I think I had, I think I had twenty five hundred dollars to my name. Hmm. I rented the building, um, renovated the building. When it was done, I think I had five hundred dollars left. Wow. And the business was called Kirkusy Music Station. I still yes. have many pieces. Yes. Yeah, Kirk, yes. Kirk, yes. yeah, you should remember that mm -hmm. Kirkusy Music Station. So. Took the five hundred dollars, drive down seventy five to Miami. Yeah. yeah. Check VP, mm -hmm. and I spent that five hundred dollars wisely. <laughs> I bought music that I know is gonna sell tomorrow. Got I, bought, I bought records because I have to flip it mm -hmm. to come back Wait. to buy more music. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I flipped that five hundred, came to the shop, and um, Chinaman and him friends and all the selectors, all the DJs, everybody know that music is in Tampa, and they came and they supported and. Kirkusy Music Station took off. I was there for maybe maybe three years. Okay. You remember yesterday in the clash, I mentioned we were Sanchez. Yeah. It was in the back of, back of that record store. That was okay. Yeah. Right. So things do it good. I mean, this this is the number one music store in the city. Yeah. So then I opened a second location. Okay. Right next door to yeah. where Tropics Record used to be, because they closed down by now. Yeah. So yeah, I opened a second one, and mm -hmm. eventually I opened a third. So at one point we had three record stores. Okay. Kirkusy Music Station, and that's where life got started for me. Yeah. Then um, Poison Dart. Now, mm -hmm. one day this gentleman came in the store, American, yeah. tall, big guy. Yeah. Buying records, um, speaking American. It was kind of weird. I'm like, you know what? What does this American know about? Reggae music, but, <laughs> but he knew about music, yeah. so um, sold a lot of music. He kept coming back every week buying music, and I asked him his name. He said his name was Scat. I said, "Okay, wow, Scat is a yes, yeah, Scat is a very good customer." Yeah. So Scat came to me one day and said, "Yo, man, I want to be a sound man. I want to be a sound." I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, what kind of sound? You want to be a party sound, or you want to be yeah. a, a big sound system with big speakers? What kind of sound you want to build? 
Mm-hmm. He said, man, I want to build a big sound, man. It's always been my dream to build a sound, man, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I said, okay. I, I, I gave him a quote a couple of days later, how much sound's going to cost. And he brought me a deposit. He was serious. Yeah. We built, we built a sound system. And what year was this year? Um, I'm going to put it at about 93. Got you. Build a sound system. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy said, man, yo, man, it's my dream, man. I want some dub plates. I want some dub plates, man. Yeah. Some dub plates. So once again, in the back studio back there, yeah. that's where we were Sanchez. Okay. I mentioned that yesterday. So poor is not. I asked him what's the name of the sound. What do you want to call it? Yeah. So you want to call it Poison Dart. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> said he needs some dub plates with Boy Sanchez for him. Then he said um, he needs some dubs in Jamaica. So I, I'm i not sure if Redman went. I think Redman went. But we went to Jamaica to okay. West Dub. Because at this time, Redman left Super G. I left Super G. Machon is in New York. So... Mm-hmm. We started Kirkusy Sound Station now. No, no, we have a sound now. <laughs> I see, I see. Okay, that I didn't know. Yeah, still have a yeah. lot of those dubs. Yeah. Kirkusy Sound Station, Kirkusy and Redman. <laughs> yeah, did not know. And we went to Jamaica to voice dubs for Kirkusy Sound Station mm-hmm. and for Poison Dart for my new friend Skat. Got you. Went to Jamaica, we voiced some dubs for a lot of dubs, a lot of plates got cut. Because Poison Dart have their first dance in Labor Temple, like the following week. And the selector on Poison Dart was Father Scat. Yeah. And his little sidekick name, um, Wicked Man Drip. <laughs> so, okay. even in some of the old dub plays, you would hear Wicked Man Drip, Wicked Man Drip. Yeah. So, the dance came, mm-hmm. went to the dance, um, Father Scat, and the place is Ram. Because I forgot it was Poison Dart. It was Poison Dart, Courtesy Sound Station, yeah. and some other sounds. Dance Ram. Yeah. And a Poison Dart time to play. And Scat, just, just let's say Scat Dream came true. Mm. He got to play some dub plates in a dance hall settings. Yeah. And Wicked Man Drip was on the mic screaming, yelling. <laughs> Scat with the headphones. Yeah. yeah. And the following day, Scat's a Kurt Listen. It's not for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's not for me. It's yeah. not for me. I need you and Redman to come play the sound. Yeah. You know, you could put on Kirkusy Sound Station. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Come play the sound. I got y'all. Dub place, whatever. I got y'all. Yeah. So that's how me and Redman came on Poison Our Sound. Crazy. <laughs> right. Crazy. There. So it's basically, it's like you help <laughs> to build a sound. That yes. you eventually just came on. And uh, you're talking about build it as physical, the sound physical. system, physical. and getting the dubs and everything. And you yes. sold far to get the records. So yes. you <laughs> built it from the jump. Yes. Wow. That's yes. crazy. What kind of destiny is that? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, and we and Redman started. And we started, yo, because Scat, Scat love clash. Yeah. So any opportunity, mm-hmm. boys, we, we clash it. Poison Knot was built as a war machine. Okay, it was built one. that way. Got you. Yes, mm-hmm. from day one. Yeah. Don't care who you were. Yeah. It could be Stone Love, mm-hmm. Bodyguard, mm-hmm. Addis, anybody, Waggy T. Mm-hmm. Once you come to Labor Temple, yeah. we're going to juggle. The promoter going to make his money. Mm-hmm. 
people are gonna have a good time, but Kirk is gonna flip on you yeah. <laughs> five, <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm flipping. Yeah, that's when we it go, starts. We go into a tune or yeah. something. I have yeah. many of those cassettes still have been transferred where we go into a tune with bodyguard, we go with waggy T. That's okay. just how it is. Yeah. Because I had some crazy people around me, the maniacs, the maniacs yeah. crew, the pink ladies, yeah. and we can't lose. Cause once war starts, our fan base is gonna be there. Got you. I'm saying so. That's how the war starts. Yeah, talk because you're talking about dub for dub. Just the other day, I was listening to a '97 Poison Dart versus Kilimanjaro, and it was like dub for dub for like basically like 90 minutes. Let me give you the history on that cassette. Okay. Well, first of all, I have to big up that cassette. Yeah. Because that cassette is what bust Poison Dart sound internationally. You know that. You want yes. thousand percent because, know that. Because any any corner of the earth that I go from the yeah. garrisons of Moby at Kingston, yeah. Europe, mm -hmm. they're saying, yo, I got this cassette mm -hmm. with you and Jaro and Chupa. Yeah. Playing tune for tune and Samajet for Samajet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you that know. dance, that dance yeah. was a dance in Jacksonville. Okay. And um, we had Chupa, we had Jaro player. Mr. Chupa was there and Mr. Harper was there. Mm -hmm. The dance done. Okay. The dance was over. At that time? 99% of the people went home. Me and Chupa, I don't know who said it, but we said, yo, war time. Two yeah. for two. Yeah. Only person left in there was maybe 15 people. Yeah. One of the people I cannot forget is Juvenile from Justice Song. Okay, yes, Justice. Yes. That's 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 before Justice. He was just a, he was a, a clash of fun. Mm -hmm. He was a, he was a kid just there to enjoy. And him did that blowing whistle yeah. and I support the two song. Yeah, you know I mean, big up Justice. So mm -hmm. we're there and Chupas we start playing tune for tune and somebody was like, yo, it's not recording. We, we have to record this. Yeah. Nobody have no cassette. So there's a, there's a DJ from Jacksonville named DJ Paul. Yeah. DJ Paul went outside and grabbed two cassettes that already had music in it. No, use a foundation, man. You know when a cassette loaded and the little recording tab broke out. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to stick some paper on it. Yep, to make it right. work. Yep. To make it work. So Paul get some cassettes them care and stick some paper in it. Mm -hmm. Put it in the deck, rewind it to the beginning, and start recording. So maybe about, maybe about 20, 30 minutes of that dance is already gone without recording. With no recording. Okay. No recording. Yeah. Right. So we started recording, and we and Chupa, we and Kilimanjaro sound is very, very close. Because Chupa voiced a lot of doubles for me. Yeah. I voiced a, I voiced a lot of doubles for him too, because mm -hmm. all, a lot of the sandwiches I voiced, I voiced for them. And I think so, Robert French, him voiced with me, or me voiced for him. but. We and Chupa had a good relationship, and we still yeah. do. That's yeah. like that's that's my brother. So right. we just it started. You know, it started nice and friendly. Started mm -hmm. nice and friendly, but you know, tune for tune go. After a while, it's gonna get spicy. Yeah. But it never got disrespectful because we are still bridging and we are still brother. Yeah. So, so yeah, but um, one cassette was finished, and then another cassette was put in, yeah. and we never got a hold of that second cassette. So the one that you heard yeah. is the first cassette. Okay, so there's still another one or two for two. Yes, the only person know that is probably DJ Paul. I have to find DJ Paul. It's still another yeah. piece. So that cassette went from there mm -hmm. to my record shop, mm -hmm. to this distributor, 
cassette man, that the cassette man, and it went. I didn't know what it was at the time because to me, yeah. it's an empty dance yeah. with 15 song clash fans making noise mm-hmm. for their favorite song. I, I didn't know what that, what cassette was going to do. Yeah, but until this day, that's the cassette that mm-hmm. you know is a staple mm-hmm. in poison art life. Yeah. One thousand percent agree because, as I told you, just I wouldn't want to say this was probably about six days ago, less than wow. a week ago. I was yeah. listening to the Jaro versus Poison Earth, yes, dub for dub. It was Sammy Jed for Sammy Jed, I think Luciana for Luciana, um, Dennis Brown for Dennis Brown. It was it's a lot of artists, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah it got, yeah. I, know, I know it got to the point where, yeah, Chupa tricked me, you know, I know yeah. that me and my friend, <laughs> know that me and my friend, we tricked yeah. we played Sammy Jed for Sammy Jed, yeah. And we we ran him out. Okay. We ran we ran Jar out of Samajet. Yeah. But in the dance, Trooper mm-hmm. was playing some exclusive Samajet that's not dubs. We didn't know they weren't dubs until <laughs> way after the dance done. <laughs> so in the dance though, yeah. we might play some exclusive Samajet where yeah. Papa Jar alone have but it's not dubs, but yeah. as an exclusive four to five. But yeah. in the dance with all the nice and the forward, we not knowing that mm-hmm. it's not a doublet. We just we just say, whoa, channel yeah. star, red, red yeah. man, red man, dig deep, find some more sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. But true, but kind of run out a long time, but we never know. Yeah. I was still up playing. We still playing, we still playing doublet. Yeah. But um, yeah. but it, it got to the point now where. I think I think him really run out now. He run out of Sammy Jed. I didn't run out of yeah. um the, the pre-release them. So yeah. Chupa, Chupa getting them in them, you know, in them clash vibes now. So yo, oh, oh, wait, 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 oh. Kirk is soon out, right? Yeah. Double it, Bob Marley. Yeah. <laughs> it's a red man. That's a red man. Right. Looks sticky car without a Bob Marley. <laughs> and, you know, later, you know, yeah. later on again, we found yeah. out that it wasn't about money, but yeah, true body greatest man of the boss. Yeah. yeah, you know, and all of this is after the fact. You find out all mm-hmm. this after the fact. Say, so, okay, you know after what? You got you got me this time, but you're you not me. gonna catch him next time again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Big <laughs> Give me two more of your legendary clashes that Poison Art went through. Um, I have to say the Rose Star Clash. Yeah. Roaster class because Tampa now, poisonous sound is in Tampa. We're doing good. Mm-hmm. We're doing very good. I mean, we're getting dates every single weekend. Mm-hmm. And there was a young man that living in Tampa. You know, he, he never liked that. Yeah. He never liked the growth and the progress where we are doing so. He linked up with Quincy Jones, which was the biggest, one of the biggest sletters at the time, a sletter on Roaster. Yes, yes, yes. Quincy, and yes. Quincy Jones. So somehow mm-hmm. he convinced Quincy to move Roadstar to Tampa, to come take over Tampa, take it from Kirk and see them and Pies Madden. Yeah. So now Roadstar is in Tampa. So mm-hmm. we have a clash. We had to clash. Yeah. So Slick kept the dance and you know it was it was a serious rivalry. And um we had a dance. And at that time, Tampa had a lot of local artists. They have okay. D'Artagnan, they have D'Artagnan, mm-hmm. Brian Diamond. You know, Booker T. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when everybody is a local artist, them, you know, so you forward them, I got big later on. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, we beat Rostar like baby man. And Quincy Jones is a slater with my respect, he's a bad slater. Yeah. But we beat him like baby that night there, and it was legendary. Yeah. Um, 
That was number one. That was, I would say the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one, boy, history is crazy, though. So the <laughs> same record store that I told you about in Fort Lauderdale called Rainbow Records, yeah. that I used to buy my records in high school, mm-hmm. they have a song called Rainbow, Rainbow Sound. Okay. So I'm in Tampa, mm-hmm. doing good in Tampa. Them come trouble me. So they want clash. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there was a clash on with Poison Art and Rainbow. Mm-hmm. And let's just say, and everybody will remember the history of Poison Art and Tamba. They, they remember I beat them to a pulp. Yeah. <laughs> I, beat, I, I beat them to a pulp till the owner of the song walk out with him toil on white rag. And, yeah. and <laughs> surrender. Surrender. No more. No more. No more. No more. So, yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's when. So then, you guys were actually running the place for as a Tampa song then. Yes. So then, when did the the big songs come into play, like the Addies, the uh, Mikey Crongs, and all of those songs here? When did that come into the fold for Poison Earth's career? Um, well, the first time we had Addies play mm-hmm. was in Labor Temple. Ironically, yeah. we were playing in Labor Temple with my brother. Yeah. Tony Mataran <laughs> just left Tampa <laughs> to, to go upstate New York. By yeah. this time, it's, mm-hmm. it's on Addis. Then it was two weeks after the legendary yeah. clash with Kilimanjaro and Addis in okay. Fort Worth. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> two, wow. weeks late, two weeks later, yeah. Mataran is coming back home to Tampa yeah. to play with his brother, Kirk C. Mm-hmm. Um, it was no vibes. It was no tension. It was a hardcore dog. I didn't know Babyface. I didn't know Face. Um, I knew Mataran. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Mataran would have dissed me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't think he would have dissed me. But we, we did play hard. I pro- I pro- we probably did play some tube tune in the end. Okay. But it was, it was no clash. But that's the first time we had Addis play. Um, Bass Odyssey. We in Bass Odyssey used to play. Actually, I met a Bass Odyssey in Labor Temple. Because I promoted in Miami book, they saw this for a dance. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some deposit or money mix up one, and Father Keith called me. Mm-hmm. As a Kirk, um, so and so gave me a number. We have a dance with you in Tampa this, this weekend, mm-hmm. but we can't find a promoter or, or the deposit no run, but we don't want to cancel the dance. So, we want to see if we can work out a thing where we still come to Tampa and we keep the dance and we get paid and money make and no problem. Yeah. Um, that's the first time I met Bass Odyssey and first time I met Squingy. Okay, it was with Squingy that came up. It was Squingy yes. and Mark or Squingy and Glamagy? Uh I honestly don't remember, but I yeah. probably would say I would probably say Squingy and probably Glamagy at that time. Yeah, got you. And we came to Tampa, we did the dance and met Squingy for the first time and that's where it, uh, that's, that's, that was based Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Who else? We saw the big song. I mean, the bodyguard, the Johnny's, respect the Johnny. We and Johnny, we and Johnny Guard played a lot in Labor Temple. Okay. Um, the Mighty Crowns didn't come around until, I would say, way after. Yeah. Um, not that, 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 that the first least, time we Mighty Crown clash. Two thousands. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, or maybe ninety nine. Yeah. We had a clash in all. We had two clashes. Okay. That one clash in Atlanta the Friday. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. We had a I clash. remember this. And we had a clash in Orlando the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a clash in Orlando. I'm in Atlanta, and 
my I think it was like a three song class. I think it was Poison Dot, Magicon. I forgot the name of the song now. Mm-hmm. I think I saw remember in January and used to play. But um Magicon beat everybody, man. Yeah. Yeah, like they the were game hot. plan they were hot. They were hot, 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 hot. The game plan me and my me and my red man had it, it didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't working at all. But we said no problem. Yeah. We're gonna clash them tomorrow. Yeah. Let's regroup. Mm-hmm. We started finding some momentum in the last part of the dance. Yeah. We found the we, we, we find the gear. And I think it was time for Chuba Chun and Chin said, No. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. No Chuba Chun. Yeah. It's a possibility we could have came back. Mm-hmm. So we flew back to Tampa. Yeah. We got ready for Orlando. Mm-hmm. And um Orlando was massive. Orlando was yeah. huge. It was poisonous sound system string up. Okay. Big stage, it was in um the bakery, the bakery in Orlando, and the dance ram. I mean yeah. ram from wall to wall. I remember. Poison Dart, Mighty Crown. Yeah. And we regrouped within a few hours in Tarantula. Mm-hmm. And Redman, we regrouped. Um, I'm mixing. Redman selecting the plates. Yeah. Tarantula on the microphone. And um wow. <laughs> so every room. Yeah. We beat, I mean, we beat Magicon. We stick to our plan. We beat Magicon first round. Yeah. Beat Magicon second round. Okay. Beat Magicon third round. Straight. I think it was two for two now. If it wasn't two for two, yeah. it was the fourth round. Yes, no, it was the last song in the third round before two for two. Yeah. Either the last song in the third round or the last song in the fourth round. And Mighty Crown played a white cliff. I knew that's what you were gonna say, boss. I custom. <laughs> a custom. Not just no double white cliff. A custom. Yes, I remember. And when the mm. when the white cliff played, the whole place erupted. Mm-hmm. I remember I'm going to chill and I said, Chin, you know, so you're wicked. <laughs> and <laughs> and Chin, sure. said, Chin said, Kirk, you don't know. But if we have something all the time, we have, to have a, yeah. a secret. Yeah. And that's how Magicon got back in the dance. Now, some people said, boy, oh, Magicon won. Because don't get me wrong, that was a big yeah. duck. Yeah. But Poison not won every round. Mm-hmm. But this one song erased yeah. everything that we did <laughs> for the three rounds. <laughs> So yeah. some people say Magic Corn win. Pi's not dead. Some people say, yo, oh, that's the album. Pi's yeah. not won every round. So that's one of them dances again, but it was historic and big up to Magic Corn crew. Yeah, man. Uh, no, I remember as soon as you said they played this once, as soon as you said that, I remember the Wyclef. That was where the Wyclef dropped in there. And I mean, history. Yeah. You brought up a name, Trilantrida. Okay. I'm the, yeah. I always mix up his name when it's, uh, that's one of the hardest names for me to say. When it comes to talent, you guys always <laughs> seem to have crazy talent over there. First one I remember being around there too was on um, Bobby Chin and Superdoops that they left over and brought right. Black Chiny. Trulantra, he came in yes. the flex. Now you have Kuta Shuta. You know what I mean? You had um you have so much talent. How do you find this talent all the time? Um well we can start with um Bobby Chin yeah. and Doops. Bobby mm-hmm. Chin came on the sound when we clashed Radigan in Orlando. Okay. A lot of people, a lot of people go online and YouTube and see the clash with Poison and Radigan when um the UPS man walked in the dance and delivered the dub plate. That's history. 
I saw YouTube right now. I you go on YouTube. That one yeah. Boys and daughter, Radigan. Yeah. You UPS man walked in his brown suit. Yeah. Came and stand by the boat. Mm-hmm. Right, right before Radigan don't play, and the player start boss, and he yeah. had a plate in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he had a package in his hand. Yeah. And Radigan make a speech that said, "Oh, how come the UPS man is running on Thanksgiving? Because Orlando <laughs> used to have a big match every Thanksgiving. Okay. He poison out in somebody, somebody every Thanksgiving." It's a big clash in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where Bobby Chin joined the sound. Mm-hmm. Soon after Bobby Chin's the Kirk, he want to bring on Super Dupes. Yeah. And Bobby Chin and Super Dupes was on the sound for a while, a long time, playing Poison Dart, driving from Miami to Tampa, playing Poison Dart. And um, Super Dupes is a Grammy-winning producer right now. Crazy. He produces for Drake and Mary mm-hmm. J and everybody. So Superdu started building remixes. Yes. And um, yes. then he put out some CDs called Black Chinese Remix. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know, but the first two or three yeah. Black Chinese CDs yeah. was all Poison Dot Dubs with the name taken what? out. <laughs> get, get out of here. Yeah. What? Yes, because it was, you know, it was, it was just, it was remixes. So yeah, the, the name taken out, no problem, dupes, do what you're doing. Yes, yes, because you weren't thinking, it wasn't, but it didn't say Black Chinese instead. It was just no, as remixes. Just, just remix, yes, just our yeah. sample, Black China, yeah. but it was, it was Poison Our Dubs. Yeah. So now the series of CD got so humongous mm. that they start getting dubs from artists. Yeah. I remember one time they got like, the assassin, when assassin just started DJing, they got sounds from assassin. Mm-hmm. It was one CD with like a million assassin on there. Yeah. So they start getting their own dubs now. Okay. So now maybe maybe volume four or five started with all Black Chinese dubs. Okay. So originally Black Chinese wasn't built as a sound. It was built as a mix CD type of thing. Yes, Black Chinese was unpoisoned art. When Black Chinese CD started, they were unpoisoned art. Okay, so this was just a separate brand to say, okay, we're doing something different, but it was not to actually build an existing, a next sound. No. Yeah. <laughs> not to build no sound, just to build some CDs. Yeah. So the CDs got so popular, promoters yeah. thought, you know, Poison Art at this time is traveling the whole entire world. Yeah. So promoters used to call us and say, yo, we want to book Black China. Yeah. But... It's weird because Black China plays a poison guard. <laughs> there is no, there is no Black China. <laughs> There's no Black China. So it was, it was getting kind of weird and kind of confusing. Yeah. I have some pictures in Bermuda where me and Dubs mm-hmm. right now chilling mm-hmm. in a hotel room going through records. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why am I here? Like, <laughs> but he's on poison dart. Yeah, but he's Black China. So it got to a point where I said, Yo, Bobby Chin, Dubs. Yeah. Listen, we used to call him Ping and Pong. That, that was yeah. the nickname of yes, Ping and Pong. Yes, yes, So yes. I said, yo, y'all just go do your own thing, man. We family, yeah. everything good. So that's when Black China went on their own yeah. and started Black China. Um, who else? Tarantula. Yes. Tarantula used to play one of the baddest songs in Florida out of Orlando called King Chalice. I've heard of that song, yes. Yes. And, um, mm-hmm. King Chalice and King Chalice kind of put down the song. He had some circumstances, part of the song and I recruited Tarantula. Mm-hmm. He was there for a while. And then, honestly, I don't remember what happened, but Tarantula wasn't with us anymore. So Tarantula left Poison Dart. And then, this was the time of um, US Rumble, 2002, yeah. 2003. Yes. At this time, this is when Final Scratch mm-hmm. 
came in the picture. A lot of people don't know Final Scratch. Final Scratch is before Serato. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was no Serato. It was called Final mm -hmm. Scratch. Mm -hmm. um, so someone bought me a Final Scratch system for my birthday. Okay. Um, and I started messing with the computer. I'm not going to say laptop because we couldn't afford laptop back then. <laughs> yeah, right? that time there. Exactly. So we was going to the parties in Tampa with a desktop. <laughs> you come, I, I have pictures right now. You come to the club, yeah. you see a big flat screen yeah. on the stage and a big tower on the stage wow. and somebody in front of the keyboards. Yeah. And that's always, Final Scratch was hard to operate, but I, I, I studied it and mm -hmm. I practiced it. And we went from the tower till we got a, when some, I don't know, some little small cube computers came out with lights in them, some little yes. small ones. Yes, yeah. Still have the keyboard, the mouse, yeah. and the flat screen separated. So I got a case built for it. Yeah. And that's what we brought to US Rumble 2003. And everybody was like, oh, what is man? Yeah. When I was man, I go with luck computer and I people yeah. them dance. <laughs> and nobody Our, had Serato at this time here. Serato never existed. There was no thing called Serato. Everybody used to laugh at us. Yeah, I remember big up my brother Steely Bashment. He's my brother, yeah. he's my family, but Steel is a Kirk. I would yeah. never use a laptop in a dance. Never. <laughs> DJ Khaled, DJ yeah. Khaled. Mm. DJ Khaled at the time told me because DJ Khaled used to go to Tampa. We used to play a lot back in yeah. the days. DJ Khaled. And Khaled said, Kirk, man, I would never use a laptop. I would never use a computer in the party. I'm I'm strictly vinyl. I'm like, okay, this business is going to change. Yeah. And we went to US Rumble. Mm -hmm. And um I'll give you a little history on that for, for the folks that don't know. Yep. So we went there early and we set up Final Scratch because it's a process. You got to set up four, X, um, four RCA cables. We set it up, we did sound check, test the computer, test the mouse, the keyboard, everything is good. And we left, went back to the hotel, yeah. had some sleep, came back to the clash, um, turned on the computer, everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Squingy was the host, I think. Yeah, I think Squingy was because Squingy yes. was in Tampa. Yes. By the time of Squingy's brothers, that's my friend. So Squingy, mm -hmm. Chin hired Squingy to host the clash. Mm -hmm. Squingy came and um I don't know what happened. Later on in life, somebody told me that Noah Power. Yeah. Not spitefully, but he was messing with some wires in the back of the rain mixer and mess and switch one of my wires around. That's mm -hmm. it don't matter. Um, but when it was our time to play. One of my side of turntables wasn't working. Yes, I remember this now. Now so, that you say it, as if you're if you're if you're a real soulman from back in the days, you remember that the rain mixers you have a knob that you turn to select. So what yes. they did was plug the left and right of the turntable on the same knob. So if I turn it, I yeah. hear it's channel one. Turn it, hear channel two, but I can't have, I have no fader. I have no fader control. Got you. So I said, luckily, Redman said, Kirk, I know you trust this, this computer. I, I, I trust it too, but yeah. I'm, bringing a, I'm bringing one box of dub plate just in case. Yeah. So we have a bridge in our room right now, being around me all, all of Pies Not Life named Kobe. Mm -hmm. Kobe was there in the Bronx. I said, Kobe, go to the door. Mm -hmm. Go get me gun. Yeah. You, know what I'm <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Go for yeah. the dub box. Yeah. So when I got the dub box, at the dance was me. Redman and TNT, TNT, another um, export that member. Well, okay. still part of the family. He lives in Cayman Islands right now. Okay. And um, TNT was mixing. I was on a mic. Redman selecting. 
So what we have to do is play one side of the turntable off final scratch. Yeah. And hope that we had a juggling with the duplets to mix it <laughs> yeah. on the other side. So when we couldn't get it going, who would have brung stop? Um, Squinge, you know, we came on the same flight together. Squinge left from my house to go to this dance. That's my brother, but he can't show me no, no favoritism. No bias, yeah. No biases. Points, mm -hmm. dogs, are you ready? In my mind, I'm like, that nigga, did you just leave my house last night? Like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> so, poison out, are you ready? You what poison out, you have two minutes to get the problem sorted out or disqualification or something. So I kept my level head. Mm -hmm. So yo, mix over here, yeah. dub plate over here. I would start juggle and the player start erupt. I remember the third world rhythm, mm -hmm. level the place. Yes. I I just voice like I just voice like six cartel and the love put on the body. First thing we do when the war start, and but we couldn't mix it, so we had to mix it. Next song. Yeah. Got you. One 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 one. One one and Bronx erupt. Yeah. Long story short, we won the dance. Yeah. Who was who was in that US Rumble that year? I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember. Um, I know Stainless. Yeah, Stainless was, was in there. Mm -hmm. The song from um Baltimore, Raw Deal. Yes. I can't and some more. I can't remember who. Young Hawk wasn't in that one there. No, Young Hawk was in the second one. The, yeah. the following year, Young yeah. Hawk won this this the following year. Mm -hmm. One year, well, Young Hawk took the talent from us the following year. Got you. So. The thing about it now is whoever won this clash mm -hmm. goes to work clash next week. <laughs> mm -hmm. Next week. Yeah. Next week. <laughs> I yeah. need help. So mm -hmm. Tarantula was still there in the yeah. in the wings. He was a part of Poison, but he, I say, yo, I, I called him and say, yo, yeah. let's put bygones, bygones aside. I need you on the sound right now. Mm -hmm. And then we went to work clash following week. We didn't win, but we represented the best we could with one week yeah. preparation. Yeah. Uh, and a matter of fact, we had work, we had work clash Jamaica the following week. <laughs> so it was three weeks back to back to back. If it, I think it might be four, because I mean we mm -hmm. had England too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But UK, um, UK at those times. Right, yeah. UK, right. So um I remember we went to Jamaica. That clip is on YouTube also. Yeah. And there's a lot of politics coming into the dance hall at this time. We check every artist. Nobody don't want to give it a tune. They say they come to check us and yeah. they might come check where and we just for that clash, that 2003 world class in Jamaica, we voice two new songs. Yeah. We voice the Morgan Heritage. Yeah. Poison Dog still killing sound. And we voice a Natty King. Yeah. And um, that's all we got at this time. Mataran, I, I forgot what artist Mataran was saying. I think Mataran was saying Bonte. Yeah. Uh, I think Chupa was saying, I think Gaz at the time. And Poison that wasn't saying nothing because we never had nothing. So we just yeah. play what out. We knew we wasn't going to make it past the second or third round. So we just play what we had, bust at the place, a tour on them, and then we got eliminated. Call it a day. Yeah. Damn, man. You see, that you brought up a good point, too. When it comes to World Clash USA we're talking about here, how come, when do you feel why an American sound has never won World Clash in USA? Um, 
the audience in America, mm -hmm. remember, the clash is taking place in America. Mm -hmm. But that don't mean all the fans are going to be repping America. Got you. Because if base of the Sea is, is in a world clash, mm -hmm. the whole country are come represent the base of the Sea in America. Yeah. So not because it's in America, it's still base of the Sea fans. Got it's you. still Kilimanjaro fans. Mm -hmm. It's still hardcore clash fans from Jamaica. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's going to come represent their sound. I don't think, no. And at that time, the only sound that really had, I think, that really had a core fan base at that time, especially in New York, was Addis For sure. LP. And at that time, I don't think those two songs were playing much. I think they had part the sound for a while. Yeah. So maybe if those songs were in World Clash at that time, mm -hmm. you know, with the LP and Addis fan base in New York, mm -hmm. it would have made a difference. But when you go to a, a World Clash in New York, it's, it's all... Jamaican people were used to them Jamaican song. They're not come support no no pies and dot or rare. And we're saying you guys were the you guys were from the other side of the country. You guys are from Florida. Yeah, exactly. In New York. So then it's to get that crowd on their side, it's like what? It's hard. Yeah. We have Poisonot has always had an uphill climb. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. to, to to get the respect and the, the what, everything that we 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 deserve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you guys are coming from somewhere too, which isn't really a designated dance hall spot outside no. of there. Because remember, once you're in Tampa, you know what's going in there. But us outside of there, we don't know what's going Listen on unless me. we get a cassette here, a VHS here. We don't know what's going on down there. Listen, me. it's not like we're from Miami where they had Waggy TR, you know, the bad song yeah. there, the metal mm -hmm. song. <clears throat> we're in Tampa, we're in a, a separate part of Florida. We yeah. consider the bush, the country. Okay, that's considered country out there. Of course, it's country. Yeah. I love, I love every piece of the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just I didn't know because again, you hear it's because of you guys. You, you know, Tampa, but generally you hear the Fort Lauderdale, the um, Miami, and those places. You're Tampa, not so much. Yes, exactly. There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, that's big there. And again, when we're talking about talent on Poison Dart, I know that you guys had a tragedy around five, six years ago with a couple of members of the song. Yeah, um, the, uh, 2000, no, more than five, 2008. It was 2000 already, eh? 2008. Yeah. It, was, it, yeah. was, it was Memorial Weekend, Memorial mm -hmm. Weekend 2008. Mm -hmm. So we lost, we lost two, mem two members of the family. Yeah. And one extended family. One was a, a dancer visiting from Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And um they okay, Chris Rock was so much so much story. Mm -hmm. Chris Rock yeah. was used to play bodyguard. Okay. Chris Rock also used to play a song from Clarendon Mapin. It's a um it's a mobile song. Mm -hmm. It's called um Night Tracks. Night Tracks, yep. Right. So <clears throat> Chris Rock. Made his way to America, want to play mm -hmm. Poison Art. So Chris Rock was on Poison Art. Mm -hmm. So if you want to find Poison Art in Tampa on a Friday night, it's Club Prana. Yeah. I've been at the same club over 20 years. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for COVID, if it wasn't for COVID-19, yeah. I would be there this Friday. <laughs> okay. That's my job. Yeah. We, we was on the first floor. Now we're on the rooftop. It's the best vibes. Yeah. International vibes in Tampa on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. Um, the hardcore crowd not necessarily like 
Prana because it's not hardcore. Because Kirky C is going to play soca. I'm going to play Afrobeats. Yeah. I'm going to play a little hip hop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a little Latin because that's how I make a living. I play for everybody. For sure. Don't, no, I, I kill sounds. I kill sounds every day. But yeah. my job, mm-hmm. I'm an international disc jockey. I hear that's you. Who, that's who pays the, cut the check. Mm-hmm. So Chris Rock decided he want to start a night about, about a 45 minute to an hour drive from Tampa in a place called Arbindale. Yeah. He started a Friday night called Chaka Chaka Friday. So all the hardcore people, yeah. the dancers, anybody that don't want to hear Kirk and see on him, yeah. hip hop on him, soca, <laughs> that's where they go. Yeah. He did it every, I think every second and every third and last Saturday of the month. Mm-hmm. Chaka Chaka Fridays. So that's where it was going on for like three years or so, a long time. Oh, it was for a while. It was going for a while. So they were there this particular night. I don't know what some incident happened the week before at somebody's birthday party. Mm-hmm. And some people was on the microphone DJ, you know, DJ like on the microphone, and somebody told somebody to give up the mic, give up the microphone, your your mic shock. Yeah. And it led to a fight where somebody got stabbed the week before. Yeah. So the following week now, people them come take their revenge and shoot at the place. Mm-hmm. Froggy from Mud Squad, bigger Froggy mm-hmm. from Mud Squad, he was playing at the time. Yeah. On the set. Mm-hmm. And while Froggy playing, three people lost their life. Chris Rock, Tony Montana, a friend of mine that used to work at the record store. Yeah. And Boomer Blaze. Yeah. They, so I was at Prana. Prana done. I'm, I just sat down for like two minutes to catch my breath from the crazy party. And my phone ring with a guy named Philip. a Kirk, yo, let me yeah. just shoot. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I dropped the phone. I'm like, what? You know what mm-hmm. I mean, um, and all three people died. Yeah, wow. it was a very it, it was a, it was a terrible time. Mm-hmm. The poisonous song. I mean, I thought the song. Was, I mean, I thought we were done. Yeah, like you know, what I'm saying because when we came, when the news, when the news people, first of all, at the record store, I know that the news, all the media line up, mm-hmm. and they broadcast and what they want to broadcast. There's a gang called the Poison Dart Gang, and that, and at this time, if you're Caribbean mm-hmm. or if you're Caribbean or Jamaican in Tampa. Yeah. On your car, you have poison dart. You have a poison dart sticker. That was a thing for a while. Okay, I'm talking about thousands of car poison dart. Yeah. So now they're seeing all this. We're the poison dart gang, and it was a poison dart gang shooting in Arbondale. Why these three people got killed? Wow. So I didn't want to speak to the news, so mm-hmm. I called my lawyer and I said, "What should I do?" Because they're in front of my shop. I can't mm-hmm. open. He said, "Kirk, let me tell you something about news. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go away." Yeah. You have to return. I don't know how they got my number, but all of them got my phone number. They said, you have to call them back, mm-hmm. set set an appointment, and do your interview. That's the only way they're going to go away. So I called Fox, CBS, ABC, all of them. I said, it's you, 4 o'clock. You, 4.15. Y'all get 15 minutes. Yeah. Tarantula was there. Everybody was there. And um, basically, what... Press is crazy. They just wanted to interview us to see if we are really a gang. What are we about? Um, I told Tarantula is a producer and a DJ and an MC. I'm a DJ, blah, blah, blah. So they said, can we get footage of you guys like him doing production? So at this time, we had a full production studio in the back of the shop. So we went back there. Mm -hmm. Tarantula had to be on the keyboards, playing keyboard. (laughs) 
acting like he's tapping the drum machine. <laughs> what? I got I got yeah. headphones on, acting like I'm DJing to show yeah. these people that we are really DJs. Yeah. And then the news went away about the Poison Dart gang. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> the Poison Dart gang. It's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. You know, because a lot of people see that you guys have been around for a long time, but they don't really know the stress and what it is to be a big cell. You understand? You know what I mean? Trust me. Okay, tell me about a couple more questions before I get you out of here. Give me some of the three of your biggest dubs in your box. Three of your most memorable dubs in your box. Memorable. Yeah. Um. First, what I'm going to say... Barris Hammond, mm -hmm. what can you do to stop your son from dying? Yeah. That dub was voiced in a hotel room. And Barris Hammond, anybody who knows Barris knows the Barris not to do them thing there. Mm -hmm. It's like three mm -hmm. o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. We got there and um, Barris did like four songs. And then that album had just came out. And Redman said, I want that song. Barris said, I have never done that dub for any sound ever. It's the first time I'm doing this dub ever in my life. Yeah. Barris got on his knees with a pen and paper. Yeah. And he wrote the dubs. I said, Red Man, let's, let's go. Ready. That time we had the studio yeah. set up because back then there was no laptop and a mic. Mm -hmm. We had to bring a mixing board and that machine and yeah. put it on top of the bed. <laughs> so one bed in the room is just studio. Studio. And Barris sang, you know, what can you do to stop your sound from dying? And um, that was, I would say that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I would have to say the Beanie Man and Shines combination. Shines, you know, the rapper from Bad Boy. Mm -hmm. um, Billy's artist. Mm -hmm. um, super dupes them voice that dub. It was okay. a memorial weekend. Everybody was in Miami. Beanie Man, Shines, everybody. Another hotel room studio session. And, um, I think they were voicing for, I think Mataran had fully loaded coming up or something. They were voicing some other stuff. And I said, dope, I have to have that dub. Yeah. Um, I would have to say, Be the Man and Shines. What other one now? Which other one? Oh, so mm -hmm. many. <laughs> A third. Mm -hmm. mm, I'm going to say. I'm gonna to have to say the same question from the class yesterday. I have to say um the came to that Anthony B because when you spend your money, you pay these artists all your money. Yeah. And you took them to a studio, and in the studio, um, the quality of the dubs is not what you would like it to be. Yeah. That's not the artist's fault. Mm -hmm. They did their job. So we was worrying. I think we spent we spent like maybe, I don't know, a lot of money, four grand, five grand for a lot of dubs. Yeah. And um the, the, they got messed up in the studio. It was the levels wasn't right, so we had to call Capitan Anthony B and say, "Yo, I know y'all in Atlanta tomorrow, but we need to meet y'all in Orlando mm -hmm. Sunday to revoice these dubs, yeah. and we now have no more money." And Capitan said, "Yeah, man, come." So, me and Redman went. We had some hotel room. They told us to call the promoter. The promoter told us hotel. We booked a hotel room in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And um, we just the waiting. It's a waiting game. Sunday evening, we're supposed to be home eating our rice and peas and chicken, our fry fish, and we mm -hmm. here sitting in the hotel room, just waiting, waiting for the concert to be done, for the artists to come, and 
They did not show up to the hotel till 3 a.m. in the morning. By the time everybody in the hotel sleeping. Mm -hmm. And here come two Rastaman and them friend and the body has smoke and the studio is ready. <laughs> and you wipe the crust out of your eye and be like, okay, ready. let's go. Ready. And then voice on voice. And it was getting loud in there because mm -hmm. when Captain and DJ, you know, him, 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 him hype man and it's stomping on the ground and Anthony be a stomp and it's loud. Then the hotel manager came. I think we opened the door the first time. Yeah. And we said, we're going to turn it down. Start voicing again. Loud, they came back, we didn't open. They came back, we didn't open. More manager, we're peeping through the hole. Like, yeah. we, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't open. We spent our money. We yeah. gotta get our then the police came. We ain't opening. Yeah. They knock, they knock. And we just kept voicing. And then when it done, we opened the door. They came in yeah. and they said, we have to get out. No problem. We're done. <laughs> we're done. We're done. We are done. <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah. we pack up. We got all, all our tunes voiced over, mm -hmm. and we pack up our stuff and um, head back to Tampa. Yeah, that's crazy. There, you mentioned uh, the clash you're talking about. That's the quarantine clash that happened yesterday. We're talking about Sunday. Yeah. That happened between you and Heavy Hammer, right from Italy. Crazy, crazy clash. How did that even come around? When did you get the call for that clash? Sure. We got a call just to put in our ears that mm -hmm. they might need us for next week. Um, the, the the Sunday prior mm -hmm. was it confirmed. Yeah. We didn't know who was clashing. Mm -hmm. We got confirmed of who we were clashing yeah. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. Yeah. He <laughs> said, it's heavy armor. I said, okay. Mm -hmm. Big song from Italy, well-respected sound, but um, I don't care. We beat them before, so I'm going to yeah. do it again. Mm -hmm. um, once I get clashes, calls for clashes, my mind just start going, I don't sleep. Yeah. What can you do to win this clash if you can? What can you do? This clash is going to have a, a lot of views worldwide. What can you do You know, that's going to help Poison Dart? So my mission, I, I spoke to my team. I said, oh, the mission is to push out S-Class. S-Class is one of the wickedest female DJs I know. Yeah. Everybody knows, everybody, everybody knows Kirkie C. Yeah. My name is built worldwide. So I say, you know what? I'm going to push out S-Class. So yeah. I told Bada General, a.k.a. Froggy, I say, yo, I need a custom. Mm -hmm. Big up S-Class. I call Trash. I say, yo, I need a custom. Yeah. I don't need no dirty custom because Sunday evening is either Sunday. I don't want to diss up Rafa too much. Yeah. Just keep it, keep it clean. I need some I need some clean customs. Yeah. Tarantula, clean customs. Froggy, clean yeah. customs. I need to big up S class. Yeah. And um I call Wayne Wanda I say, yo, I need something for the situation we're in the COVID-19. Okay, Kirky. He was two songs. I only played one. The other one okay. is on my SoundCloud. Yeah. The other one's on my SoundCloud. I uploaded today. Yeah. Um, I said I need no kill sound, nothing, just something to show respect to what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And Wayne Wonder is my artist, good friend of mine. And Wayne Wonder emailed two songs to me in no time. Um, I link Luciana. Luciana had this song he voiced a couple weeks ago that I heard. Mm -hmm. And it just happened to be on a rhythm called the Bandulu that yeah. we have a lot of dubs on. So I'm like, wow, that's ironic. How things <laughs> just fall into play. So yeah. I called Luciana. I said, Luciana, need that dub. He said, no problem. He said, no problem, brother Kirky. I got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, Luciana voiced it. 
I just was Luciana, the tarantula, the Bada General, and the two way in Rwanda. That's our okay. boys. And the mission was to push S class. Mm -hmm. I brought S class in as S class. This is how we're going to do. Mm -hmm. The rounds are short, they're only five minutes long. That's, that's barely 10 songs. Listen to me. We had crates lined up. We had, I thought it was one 10 minute round. I thought it was, we thought it was an intro round and then three 10 minute rounds. So we had up tunes for basically four rounds. Okay. So we didn't we didn't get the rules till Saturday that it was only one five minute round and then two ten minutes round. I'm like, oh my god, because mm -hmm. you have some we have some tunes we want to play. I'm, I'm you know what I'm saying I line up some when I when I tell you that no song was played. Literally, each crate had like fifty songs in it, and we played 10, 15 songs out of each crate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying we had some wicked songs lined up to play, but. I have to be smart. I know how heavy hammer play. They're gonna play slow yeah. and the European style rhythms. And that's not gonna work in a five-minute round class. Because by the time no. you play two two songs or three songs, it done. Mm -hmm. So as an S class, let's just pick some hot song and shoot. When I say shoot, shoot. Because there's no time. I'm, I have no time for no long speech. Yeah. I know level. No, and, and, and we, we don't have time for that. Yeah, shoot because shoot because mm -hmm. we have to get internet hype. Yeah, nobody want to hear no talking right now, like a regular dance. So shoot and shoot, she was. She shoot and shoot. Listen to me. When I see you, you <laughs> leave and you went on the, you went to the back to where yeah, the speakers see. were. Yeah. And you were just back there, and she's in front of you, and she's not looking back at you. You know, no, she all you're saying. All you're saying is shoot, 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 yeah, we was like that, that's it. That's okay, it. so that that name was just made up the night before. No, that's all tarantula. <laughs> we, 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 we and tarantula had no discussion about no shooter shooter. That's all tarantula. That's yeah. why it's so talented. So that was all tarantula. Just yeah. made it up. Mm -hmm. And when I brought her in, I called her the cuter the, the shooter the, the, the cuter shooter. Yeah. And um, so when the people. I knew what I was doing. I'm gonna call her that in the beginning because I know yeah. the dub is coming later on. Yeah. But everything was planned. Um I've been planning on listen, that's poison yeah. not HQ. We have two warehouses that size. Okay. Two thousand yeah. square foot. It's, it's full with all sound system production. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we go on tour with artists and do stage show. We could do we we can do sting. Okay. That's what's we up. could do. We we could do best of the best. Yes. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. That's what's yeah. in that warehouse. It's poor. Yeah. It's not no small sound. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the bass boxes lined up. That's yeah. 32, 21 inch singles, bass boxes, and, and eight double yeah. 18s. And they're solid. I know I'm not going to fall. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus, I look a secret. I mean, don't tell nobody. I, I did practice like three times the day before. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I told my second um, Robin, I said, get the ladder. Yeah. I knew it was going to be entertaining. And in these times, we, ha we have to make it entertaining. Yeah. Because yeah. I told I told S class, I listen, I'm not going to make it about me. I'm just going to go on top. I, I'm going to go on top of the box. Yeah. I just shoot. Yeah. 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 
And I didn't know something that I got to say. I didn't know what you guys were seeing yeah. until today. Okay, because you didn't know if you were back there and we'd still see you. I, back I don't there. know what I don't know what the visual looked like. Gotcha. So when I'm when I'm talking to people, it's a Kirk. Do you know what you look like back there? Yeah. Wow, <laughs> on the speaker box. You have the poison logo beside you, mm. the perfect lighting. Yes. You yeah. way over there, over yonder. Yeah. She right there. Dog, it looked amazing. So yeah. today when yeah. I looked at the video, I'm like, wow, I didn't know it was gonna look like that. Yeah, it was it was crazy. That was probably one of the most exciting parts of the, the whole clash overall was a yeah. good clash but that right there is exactly. a standout moment you know what i wow. mean you know, kirk's just back there walking around the box and shoot not shoot. looking at nobody and everything is <laughs> connected shoot huh? wow yeah. i said mm -hmm. that's how you play so we love you know song I mean? we yeah. love song we love song clash um it's it's when it's in your blood it, yeah. it's easy mm-hmm Soul you understand system, it. Soul system, music is in my blood. This is what I do for a living. Yeah. I don't have a nine to five. Mm -hmm. Music, sound system, yeah. clashing, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's all we do every day, all day is music. You understand that. You yes. get it 100%. Yeah. One, another important moment in the quarantine clash last night was um, when Rafa... Okay, when Rafa said Dennis Brown was a $50 artist. All okay. Right? Talk to me about that situation. <laughs> no, listen, listen, I listen. seen, I seen it, that right there, change your mood. I want to hear yeah. from your perspective what you thought happened oh my God. in that scenario. What, okay, first of all, you just saying it, mm -hmm. my body run cold. Yeah. You swear to come to the legends yeah. in reggae music, Yeah. you don't diss them. Okay, you can't say you, you love this game and you're part of this game. You have to respect and show respect to the game. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know the name of the selector, but I was on Facebook scrolling the other day and I saw somebody said some selector this Luciana and called, him a, and, and called him a fifth dollar artist. Too. Yeah. Yo, that bothered me. Yeah, because Luciana right now mm -hmm. to me is one of the first of all, is one of the best reggae artists in the For world. Sure. For sure, okay. one thousand percent. If Luciano was a greedy person, he could easily charge five, six hundred dollars for one dub, like a lot of artists doing. Because you're going to get five, six hundred dollars worth of quality. Mm -hmm. Some of the best dubs you will ever have in your box is sang by Luciano. Yep. Okay, I agree. You're going to get quality. You're going to get harmony. Your voice is going to double. It's going to be quality work. Mm -hmm. So for you to this Luciano, another legend, a living legend. And call him a fifth law artist that bothered me. So when Rafa said it, it triggered something in my mind about Dennis Dog. We talk about the crown prince of reggae music here. Bob Marley, in my book, Bob yeah. Marley, mm -hmm. Dennis Brown. Yeah. Or sure. Bob Marley, yeah. Dennis Brown. I hear you. Bigger yeah. Pussy, Peter Touch, and everybody else, or yeah. whoever. But I said Bob Marley, Dennis Brown. You don't do that. Mm -hmm. So when he said that, um, I took it very disrespectful. It still bothered me right now till this day. Yeah. And um, but he's listen to me, he's stupid. Yeah. Because he said a fifth law artist, mm -hmm. but then he played a mud cabra and a Dennis Brown sample. Yeah. <laughs> a, a Dennis Brown splice, I should say, in a dub plate. Mm -hmm. This in regular songs or whatever he was saying. Mm -hmm. He played the promised land rhythm. So I said, you know what, Kirk, you see, let me beat and teach this little boy. Yeah. 
So I joined for my Dennis Brown on the promised land, on the rhythm that he just played. And said, you can't do that, boss. You cannot yeah. do that. You know what I'm saying? I take that very, very personal. For sure. And I've seen that. I've seen that's when you really, before you were joking around having a good time. But yes. you see, there is where it seemed like it really turned on to become personal because it seemed like he kind of got a bit personal. And then you said, okay, yeah, since we're going there, let's yeah. go. And yeah, that's when went, uh, I'll tell you what, from my point of view, when I was in the hype and listening to it, it seemed like, but again, I'm thinking from my point of view, it seemed like he said $50 artists just because he doesn't have them, but he said at that time there, when they were there, there were $50. So it wasn't like this person was a thousand dollars that you're playing. That's how I might've interpreted it in my mind, but clearly that's not how you see it. Listen to me. I spoke to a friend of mine, um, Killer Mari today. Yeah. And he gave me the perfect explanation. Yeah. And now I understand it fully. Okay. Rafa or Heavy Hammer and a lot of these European sounds. Yeah. They don't value a dub plate by the artists. Okay. They value dub plates for how much they paid for it. Got you. So if they put together a this and a that person combination and this a three-way combination and the combination costs them $1,500, yeah. they think this is the biggest dub because it costs $1,500. Got you. So when you play a Luciana, they probably charge a $200 or $300 or I play a Dennis Brown that they don't have, yeah. that probably back then, probably two, three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. That's nothing to them because it's only two, three hundred dollars. Got you. When they play these big expensive dubs that cost them a lot of money, they think that's the big dubs. That's not how this business works. Yeah. Because one little $150 dub can kill that $2,000 dub any day. We see it all the time. All, all the time. The time. Yeah. But that's where the disconnect is. They think mm -hmm. they, they put the value yeah. or the size of a dub plate on how much they paid for it. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. You. Okay, so then so again, would you say he was directly dissing Dennis Brown or it was a disconnect? Um, It's a, okay. He dissed Dennis Brown. Let's get that straight. Okay, fair enough. The, let's, the, go, the, let's go with that. That's done. That's done. The okay. disconnect with them mm -hmm. is not knowing how to differentiate what a big song is. They think a big song is we pay two grand for this. Yeah. Irish yeah. Sound in Europe paid four grand euros yeah. for Super Cat. Yeah. So guess what? In their box, yeah. that's the biggest dub. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I we yeah. we in America mm -hmm. not paying Super Cat no four thousand dollars for no dub. No way. Okay, we're gonna go voice a whole lot of Luciana, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay? And, 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 and enjoy ourselves yeah. while they have one super cat. So, in their eyes, that's the biggest dub in the world because they've won super cat. That's Got the it. disconnect. Got it. You know what? That makes sense. I knew when I was gonna sit down and speak to you tonight, I knew I had to ask you about that situation in particular. So, outside of a clash, because you know, in a clash or whatever, but I wanted after you calm down, we sit down and we get to think about it what your real thoughts were on that part of the class share. You know what I mean? Um, so once again, me and S-Class sat down. Mm -hmm. We know that it's a 10-tune dub for dub. Yeah. We went through some big guns, and we picked out about, we had a crate built with like 50 songs in it. Mm -hmm. We had the Dennis Browns. I had what I wanted to do. It went out the window from the second or third song. I wanted to play some tunes 
that mm-hmm. you never heard Poisonard play before. Okay. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do that soon. You're going to hear about it. Um, we lined them up. Yeah. There's some there's some Abbasidians that was born some years ago. Some big youth. Mm-hmm. What else was in the crate? A lot of big some um uh, what am I name? Dog, some big tunes. I can't, I'm not in classroom right now. Um and I know I wanted to play the alternates because every class we go to and play the alternates, yeah. there's people in front of you. So by the time you play the first part of the song, we'll yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. get to hear the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We're in quarantine clashes, no rush. I'm going to play the whole entire dub. Yeah. It's called a Silver Jubilee. We're going to educate some of these people, listen to the whole dub. I've heard some people in the chat room saying that Poison not playing the dubs too long. No, I was trying to educate y'all. Let the dub play. Yeah. I know if he didn't play the Bob and the Bob and the Marcia, I wanted to play that to give dedication to Bob Andy. Yeah. So I play that. I had to. It's, 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 I'm a selector. Man, it's it's right. mandatory. It's mandatory. The man just passed. Yeah. So now I know anywhere from that, I could have went to some big tunes. But he started playing some songs. I've got what songs. But he played a couple songs. I say, no, Kirk, I have to switch it up a little bit. Because yeah. if I had played my big tune that I want to play to show the world that there's other big tunes here, mm-hmm. they probably said Poison not lost the clash by, in the tune tune by Landslide. Yeah. So it got to the point where I said, you know what? Forget the, forget the teaching. Let me go to the meeting. Yeah. I said, let me go to, I went to the Dennis Brown. Yeah. And that's where the man did the Dennis Brown. I'm like, oh my God. Um, in the tune for tune, honestly, one thing about Kirk is see everybody know me, I don't like on clash. Yeah. If I lose, I said I lose, mm-hmm. I go home and I'm good. I go, yeah. to, I go, I go to my store the next day and screw yeah. some speakers. Yeah, and, <laughs> you call her there. And anybody know me? I have a, I have a saying. Next, Street, what's man. next? That's how I am. Yeah. Um, I probably give Rafa one, maybe two songs. I don't remember what they were. Okay, I, I'll give him the Aswad. Yeah. That's a big song. Um, all them full full combination it didn't make no sense. It's, yeah. um, I probably give him one or two songs in the two for two, mm-hmm. and I gave him none of the rounds. Yeah. Zero. Every song he played, we took them out of the craze that me and S class made. We didn't need them. Yeah. You, know no, no. So, you guys were definitely, when it came to the wrongs, definitely yeah. shooting. Yeah. I mean, 1,000%. Yeah. yeah. The three rounds, mm-hmm. a lock off that fumble. Everybody mm-hmm. said we shouldn't even play no children, but it's fun. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm in my warehouse. I'm surrounded by speakers. The bass hitting. I don't want to go home. I mean, the liquor in my yeah. system. I, let's go. Let's, yeah. Let's, Plus, let's some- this is a major laser platform. This is going to put you in a totally different bracket right there. Exactly. Major laser sight. I'm yeah. saying big up to Warrior Song, big up to Walsh Killer, Machia, yeah. everybody. Um, yeah, when 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 Walsh is my brother from 20 odd year. Yeah. When Walsh call you, mm-hmm. he's my brother. But when he call you yeah. and say, Kirk, I need you, mm-hmm. and he's part of Major Laser, yeah, you, you don't say no. Straight. You, know you don't say no. And and I, I appreciate I mean appreciate him calling me and we we created history. One thousand percent. You I mean, one thousand percent. It was wicked, 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 I, wicked. I come, wicked. I come, I come a and called me today, and I cost me. Yeah, Kirk, yo, you wickedness. I'm like, what did I do? Yeah, 
we don't even want to do this online class no more. You set the bar too high, dog. You were standing, <laughs> you were standing on speaker boxes. Yeah, like, the Amprax. Yeah, yeah, the speaker boxes. Yeah, yeah, the female DJ. How are we gonna top that? I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> that, that that that's not my job. That's your job to find out. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. I have a realm here called the Rapid Facts where I ask you some quick questions. You give me back some quick answers. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go. What's your favorite color? Black. All right. What's your biggest fear? Oh, uh, biggest fear? Mm -hmm. Oh, death. Yeah. Makes sense. What's your favorite food? Stoopies. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. If you could have dinner with three people, living or dead, who would they be? Living or dead? Mm -hmm. Dennis Brown. Mm -hmm. um, oh, mm -hmm. my grandfather. Yeah. Okay. And my and my grandmother. Yeah. Very good choices. All right. Are you a cooker or a cleaner? Both. Both. If you had to choose one. Cook. Cook. All right. Got you. What was the last book you read or listened to? I don't read books. Watch video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I okay. got you. I Sorry. got you. Wait, wait, wait. I'll take it back. Yeah. If it's about speakers yeah. or amplifiers, <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll read it. But if it's not about speakers, I don't, yeah. I don't read it. All right, fair okay. enough. Okay, what is your hobby? Movies. Movies. Okay, what's your favorite movie of all time? Green Mile. Green Mile. Very good movie. Um, you prefer water or juice? I prefer juice, but I'm supposed to say water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. Trust me, I get it. You prefer something uh, sweet or salty? Um. Salty. All right. Favorite comedian of all times? Comedian of all time, Richard Pryor. Yeah. Okay. Most influential sound system outside of Poison Dart? Kilimanjaro. Yeah. With Why? Ricky Chupa. Okay. Why? Because uh, when Poison Dart came around, yeah. um, I checked Ricky Chupa and the, the love and respect was there. He treated us kindly and gave us our start and with a lot of dub plays, a lot of artists. So I have to, uh, Mr. Harper, likewise. So I have to give them the respect. All right, big, 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 big. All right, last one here in the rapid facts. When it came to, when it comes to the sound clash, name three sounds that you haven't clashed before that you would love to clash. So that's the problem now. I don't, I don't I have no desire to clash. No sound. Yeah. Like okay. I really don't like if, if someone, if <laughs> anybody. I've never, I've, I've been afraid of any sound. Yeah. Or. Say, oh, I don't want to clash. I've never refused a clash. Yeah. So it's anybody. Once you call me, let's go. Once the money's right, I'm going to do yeah. it. I don't really have a desire to say, yo, I want, I want to kill him. Yeah. I never really, I never, I never really had that. I don't. We've never had that in on Poison Art where we we had, we had a rivalry or we have somebody that we want to kill. Yeah. No. It never. It was never like that. And I think the reason why, because I'm from the old school, because nowadays everybody's on social media and his WhatsApp group cussing and wiring. So. They have that personal thing where they want to clash. Listen, I'm here. I'm, I'm, just, trying, I'm, I'm just trying to make more speakers than buy more I, I hear you, boss. 100,000 percent. You know what I mean? So, what's next for Poisoner 2020 right now? What's the plans for you guys right now? Um, well, Poisoner is number. Let's get straight. When this whole thing is done, hopefully by God, by the grace of God, mm -hmm. we we're always booked. We are super busy. Okay. Super. Yeah. Booked. 
Um, when you think of Poison Art, it's not just DJing. Yeah, we DJ every Friday, Saturday in Tampa, two, three places in Tampa every Friday, Saturday, okay. plus other places. That's one thing. But we're a production company. We have a sound system. We was on tour with um, well, the hottest rapper in the game right now is an artist called Rod Wave. Okay. R-O-D, W-A-V-E. Some okay. people might know him. Some people might. They can look him on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. The hottest rapper right now. Ironically, he's from St. Petersburg, Florida, which is only 15 minutes drive across the bridge from Tampa. Okay. So we've been doing sound and production for him for like four years now. He's like 20 years old. So he's been doing, he's, he's a young kid. Um, he's signed now and he had his first tour started March 3rd. So his record label in New York and his management team came together and they picked Poison Dart to do the production. Okay. So we're responsible for the sound, lighting, video wall. So the tour started March 3rd. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be gone for one month. So the third, we was in Augusta. The, mm-hmm. the, the fourth, we were in Merle Beach at House of Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, the fifth, we were in Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia. And it was, we, were just, we were just going up the East Coast. We were going to end up in Chicago and California. The tour was supposed to be over March 27th. Yeah. Baltimore was the 13th. We were in Baltimore at Rams, Rams Head, mm-hmm. Rams Head Live. We set up the sound. We set up the light, the video wall, did sound check. Everything is done. Mm-hmm. And we got a call that um, Live Nation is canceling the tour. Yeah. So now we had... We had a semi-truck outside full of equipment. We have three tour buses, which is Rod Wave tour bus with his crew. Mm-hmm. Production, we had two tour buses. So we had to start dispersing people to go home to their families and we had to get the equipment back to Florida. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting for that to restart. I mean, they sent us a tentative schedule okay. for, for June, but no one knows what's going on right now. So we can't pick no date. So, yeah. so when, when this thing is over, we're back on tour at Rod Wave. Okay, so, so then that's where you. So when you say you do more production and actual sound business per se, no, I make more money yeah. <laughs> off production <laughs> than yeah. off DJing per se. But okay. the sound still plays every Friday and yeah. Saturday, two or three times. S Class might be here. Um, um, Mafia is here. And Randy Dart is here. Red Face in New York is there. Mikey Dean Boston is there. We, we have a lot of juggling bookings. Um, and that's fine. But um, a lot of people was asking us like a couple years ago, why are you not clashing anymore? Because that's, that's something we should have touched on. Why we weren't clashing as much anymore? Because it, it, it's a waste of money. Um, we love this sport. I will never change, but it's a stupid sport. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because you you chase these artists down, yeah, beg them, yeah, to give them five hundred or a thousand dollars for a two-minute song. They do what they feel like doing yeah. with your five hundred or thousand dollars for two minutes. And then they treat you like shit. And Brilliant. then you bring that same dub to the party mm-hmm. and they might counteract it or they might give it to another sound better or the other sound might play it. 
and you go to work and you mortgage your house to to do this stupid sport. <laughs> but we love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, that's the only explanation you could come up with. I love it. it. There's no other reason. That's it. So you know what I, mean? I wanted to, I've always been a lot of people think that clashing and DJing is courtesy passion. No, yeah. my passion is sound. I could see from we got five minutes into this conversation, I could see that one hundred percent. Your thing is equipment. That's equipment. what we love. Yeah. We have we have line array speakers. Mm -hmm. We have lots of bass speakers, top end yeah. speakers. We could do any show that they call for us to do. We do a lot of the carnival stuff. We do Miami Carnival. We do Atlanta Carnival. We do okay. Orlando Carnival. We do all the carnival chucks. Um, yeah. And we, we do all the hip hop concerts in Tampa, Gainesville, Fort Myers. We do a lot of stuff. I Production. have no idea, Kirk. Right. Like so, none. None. Exactly. So because right. a, lot, a lot of people, <laughs> not blaming you, but a lot of people, yeah. don't, we have to think different. We can't just think, well, clash, 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 clash. No way. Exactly. no way. You no know ways. what I mean? You have to look at it. If the biggest sound clash promoters in the world is Irish and Chin, and they have they manage Mikey Crow, but they don't have Mikey Crow in all these clashes here. You think about it then. You understand exactly. that clearly there's some disconnect when it comes to doing it for the love and yes. making the money. This is for the love. Um yeah. the artists, the artists don't respect us. Yeah. Sound man. The artists don't respect you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and until we come together mm -hmm. and have some kind of system to boycott them, yeah, we are all going to be in trouble for the rest of our life. Yeah, but I think right now with this COVID-19, it's really going to put a lot of people in their place and make them know, okay, you know what? Things are serious right here. Artists, yeah, all man, everybody all together. Everybody. Mm -hmm. So we love this thing. We have the tunes and we're going to always play them. Yeah. You can always play them. Um, if we get a, if I get a call for a clash, mm -hmm. I mean, of course the clash gonna people calling me now because they see cuter shooter, but I'm used to be, your money has to be right because yeah. I mean, and we'll do it. Yeah. But the money has to be right, and cause we got a lot of doves. We got we got a voice. Yeah, and we want this clash. So we still do the clash, but mm -hmm. right now the money making for Poison Art because the bills have to be paid. Mm -hmm. We're doing we are putting sound clashing and wasting money. Aside, maybe like two years ago, yeah. to build a humongous production company. Got you. That that's was it. really the name of the game. That's what I did. I built a humongous. The warehouse you saw yesterday, we have two of those at that location. That's an industrial yeah. park. There's two warehouses at that location, full yeah. with equipment from truss to stage to light to sound to band to drum yeah. to guitar. Okay. We do the whole production. I know I, that's what I like. You know what? It's just to see the evolution of where people go. That's really amazing, courtesy. One last question before I get you out of here. What's going on with Redman? Is he still a part of the song? He's not really. What's the deal with Redman and Poison Art? Redman will always be a member of Poison Art. Got you. Redman was never fired. He can't be fired. He's a no. staple. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a mountain. Mm -hmm. Um, Redman moved to San Francisco okay. many years ago. I don't know, I'm gonna guess uh, 10 15 years ago, okay, with his, with his family and his kids. He, he had a job opportunity, mm -hmm. he went to, he went out there and started life. If I voice a dub, I still got to email it to him. He have the, yeah. all the collection, okay. And if, if something don't sound right, if the curtains don't sound right, yeah, you should have put it on this rhythm. I might have to voice it over or flip mm -hmm. it over. Um, even during. 
I'll let the secret out. Even during the questions yesterday, my phone was right there. I watched the video. A red man was texting me. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was listening. He was listening. Yo, yeah. make sure you tell him that. Make sure you play this. I'm like, okay, okay boss. So red man okay. is secret. He's not active in the clubs or in the parties, yeah. but um, he, he has his controller at his house and he plays music. And yeah. he's a legend. Um, yeah, a lot of people sure. respect, respect him. Um, a lot of poison not dub plates. The, the the classics was programmed by a red man. Mm-hmm. So Crazy. he's still he's, he's still he's Crazy. doing fine. He's doing good. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember because who you'd always hear about poisoner was Kirkusy, red man, and Father Scat. Father Scat. That yeah. was that was the original poisoner. Whenever and, you hear about and, poisoner, and, and Father Scat was listening yesterday. Yeah. I called him. He called me when it was done as a Kirk. Yo, wicked. <laughs> so every, everybody, everybody still yeah. linked. We have yeah. no, we ain't got no problems. We ain't got no bad blood. Father yeah. Scat is still there. Red Man is still there. I could call Red Man. Yo, I need this rhythm. I need this. I need that. If I yeah. decide to wear some dubs or some, mm-hmm. so everybody good. Mm-hmm. Kirk, it's been an amazing conversation. I learned a lot from the jump, and I'm pretty sure everybody watching this and listening, they're gonna learn a lot too. It's been a slice. If there's any big up shoutouts, any contacts you wanna leave, leave it now before I get you out of here. Um, well, I just got to big up my team. I have a very good team around right now. I got to big up Red Fierce mm-hmm. here in Brooklyn. You know what I mean, I got to big up Mikey D here in Boston. You know, um, S Class, the cuter shooter. There's a and shoot. Yeah, that's Mafia. That's my right hand. Yeah. Me and him, he's an engineer on the sound, and he's he DJs at Club Prana on Saturday nights. Okay. There's Robin, female engineer, and okay. yeah, there's Randy Dart. Mm-hmm. Um, Big up everybody. I mean, it's it's um, the whole family, the whole team. Um, big up my kids, you know, and big up my family. And um, that's big up Tampa, Miami, New York. We got the whole all the sound. That's another video. We have a sound in Jamaica too. The sound in Maypen. So big up okay. the whole poisoner. Big up the whole poisoner crew in in Jamaica Didn't doing their thing that. right now. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been it's been there at least yeah. ten years now. They doing their thing. Every dub I have, they have it yeah. too. They have a sound system, sound truck, yeah. everything on it. So big up poison our crew in you know, don't sound yeah. and that's about it. And if they want to check out you, what you have coming up and stuff, leave some contact info so they can check you out. Well, um, my Instagram, DJ Kirky C. I have another Instagram, poison.tampa. Okay. Um, Facebook, Kirky C, poison our sound. Um, my phone number, my number has not changed in 20 years. <laughs> 813. Nine six five Kirk. I'm not going to tell you the last four digits. Look for when I forget. Eight one three nine six five Kirk. Same Got number you. for twenty year. I don't own nobody. I don't have to change yeah. it. I don't have to run. Um, big up the world, Don's River family. Um, if you're in Tampa, Friday night club prana. We're on a rooftop. So when this whole thing is over, mm-hmm. if you want a good party, come club prana. We're on a rooftop. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm there on Fridays personally. Um, Mafia's there on Saturday. And then in Tampa, my staple, my signature party mm-hmm. has been going on. December just passed. It's 10 years we've been keeping this party. It's called First Saturday, like okay. a mature party. Um, yeah. It goes on at Dungeon River Island Cafe every first Saturday. So right I see now, you. I see you put that out yeah. on Instagram so, all the time. So the city, is, the city is going to withdraw right now because that party is mm-hmm. a party where you hear everything. Yeah. It's, and it's only one DJ. Okay. Me. Yeah. Okay. 10 years. Yeah. And 
if we bring anybody else, mm -hmm. the people don't get vexed. <laughs> so we, we just don't bring nobody. Yeah. Tampa people are very selfish. They don't want to hear nothing else about nobody. They want to hear Kirk, and that's it. So yeah. that's the bread and butter every first Saturday of the month, Don's Dry Island Cafe, one of the best restaurants, well, the best restaurant in Tampa. And um, it's also an event center that we do for Saturday and other events. Yeah. So that's it. Big, big, big. Kirk, it's been amazing. As I said, the stories has been great. I learned a lot. I'm 100% that these people are going to learn a lot too. I didn't know you had so many things going on. You know what I mean? Because again, sometimes when you're in the clash world, you hear clashing. Okay, you're clashing here. We don't hear you clash for a couple. Okay, you're off doing whatever. Are you whatever? But I did not know you had so much going on. And I but read that. You know what I don't mean? Get it, don't get it twisted. We're off the clash world, yes, doing mm -hmm. other things, great mm -hmm. things. But one phone call. <laughs> Don't get me twisted. Yeah. One well, I phone call. That. I see that. And, and listen to me. There was people in that warehouse yesterday and said, Kirk, who the hell was that? Yeah. Like, His name is Kirk. He's a, he's a guy that y'all probably never met before. Yeah. <laughs> when him come out, him come out deadly. Yeah. Yeah. And if we had more times, it, it would be wicked. You know? Yeah. But it's a, it was a quick thing. S class. Yeah. My mission was to showcase S class. Yeah. And the mission work. Boss, 1,000%. That's probably the most talked about name right now when it comes to that class right there. That's you know the plan. Cuta shooter. That's the plan. I don't yeah. care nothing about courtesy. I was pushing yeah. a wicked female, yeah. my yeah. selector, yeah. S-class. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. She's bad. Trust me. Yeah. We got a link again, but as I said, it's been a slice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.